with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning at 5.56. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. Sunshine today with increasing cloud and a high of six degrees. Right now it's two. Why a COVID-19 vaccine might still take some time. We'll have more on that in just 30 seconds. But first, many Canadians are making new traditions this Thanksgiving weekend thanks to COVID-19. With the current health restrictions, some family and friends chose not to gather in large groups to celebrate. Instead, there was a group of friends gathered at Horlack Park that swapped out turkey dinner with roasted hot dogs and vegetables. While things are looking different this year, fingers are crossed that the festivities will be back to normal in 2021. And Alberta has had the highest rate of mortgage deferrals in all of Canada. That's according to recent numbers from the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation. Back in April, Canada announced a mortgage deferral program. And since then, nearly 19% of Albertans continue to defer their payments. Experts remind Albertans that deferring your mortgage still does appear on your credit score. And a late-stage study of Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine candidate has been paused while the company investigates whether a study participant's unexplained illness is related to the shot. Now, the company says that the illness and accidents and other so-called adverse events are expected as part of the large clinical study. And Thomas Rhett and his wife, Lauren Atkins, celebrated eight years of marriage yesterday. He Instagrammed a sweet message to her saying, I seriously feel like we've been married for just six months. I can't wait to relax with you, take naps with you, and crush Netflix with you today. I love you so much. Aww. That's so cute. Perfect people always kind of make me a little eerie. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hopefully everything went well with your Thanksgiving cooking uh, over the weekend, whatever uh, kind of cooking you did, unless you were, you know, somebody that had the wiener roast like they did down at Horlack Park because they were social distancing. Which Things is are changing. Awesome in its own way, too. But we had a very small um, gathering of just our immediate little kids, kidlets and, and uh our daughter, who's becoming quite the little cook herself. It's uh, pretty exciting to see because I don't ever remember her when she was living with us uh, doing a whole bunch of cooking, but she's now becoming this real, um, uh, I, I don't know what the word is for. A chef? A what? chef, yeah. So she brought over these uh, sweet potatoes and some kind of brown sugar thing, and it was in a roaster. And anyway, long story short, it ended up uh, going over, like dripping over, and oh my gosh, was there smoke coming out of that oven? She got so oh, no. embarrassed. Was it, it your oven, or yes. was it the dish? It was the dish that oh. caused the problem, but 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 dripping out of it, right? And uh, she got so embarrassed, and it was like there was no reason to be embarrassed. But holy cow, was there smoke in our house? We had every window open, and um, <laughs> yeah. I probably would have sent her home. That's it's yeah. pretty awful. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> she, she, she was embarrassed. She was like, "Oh, I was just trying to nail it." And mom told me to put it in a bigger roaster. And you know, moms are always right. Uh, but you never want to admit that. No. But anyway, Jack, have you ever had any like uh, of you know cooking disasters? Every week. Yeah. Yeah, we have actually disabled our fire alarms, our smoke alarms. <laughs> oh, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, well, you're one of those families too. Yeah, we take ours off the wall every time we fire up the oven for extended periods. Yeah. I can relate to Bailey though. Those grease fires, it's a lot of smoke. Yeah, yeah. Matt, what about your house? Uh, yeah, I've I've screwed up plenty of things. I feel like I'm 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 very cautious in the kitchen now. Yeah. I'm I got to play it safe cuz my wife is a wild card. <laughs> yes. Oh. She's a good cook, but she's just crazy. Yes. It's like all of a sudden she's flambéing bananas with straight <laughs> alcohol and there's flames in the, up the ceiling. Lucky you. While she's doing so she's peeling potatoes at the same time. It's just Wild. 
Oh my gosh. My, my, I think I've told this story in there before, but my mom, um, years ago, she was going to make a real fancy, like it was the last day of school for all of us kids and the last day of school for that school year. And so she decided to do some kind of a, a fancy frying some chicken. And anyway, she had a grease fire and things went sideways and they just, you know, the, the stove top got uh, damaged. The lino got damaged. The Not the lino. The lino got damaged. <laughs> but well, that's a big deal. Cause once you, once one little piece of the lino is done, then you got to replace the all whole the whole thing. You got a spark in there. It's bad. Yeah. All the lino in the entire area. Right. So I got a staff for you guys, you know, <laughs> since January, hmm. Firefighters have responded to 89 kitchen fires, resulting in $3.2 million of property damage in Edmonton. In Just Edmonton. in Edmonton. Just in Edmonton. All right. And, hey, people out there, if you're going to cook something, there's a grease fire, don't use water. Mistake number one. Yeah. You learn that in, you know, home ec. Yeah. And don't try to take the fire out the outside of the house either. Like, just because if, if it's on, like, a, in a It's pan not like your chihuahua. It doesn't need to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems more manageable outside. <laughs> Smother it. Yeah. yeah. Like your mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, everybody. It was a total joke. Yeah. All right. Got it. All right. What about you? Uh, tell us about your uh, your uh, your unfortunate fire while cooking. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's John Michael Montgomery and sold the Grundy County auction incident. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's six forty seven. Well, you'd love to buy the cash cow because she's uh, all full of cash, but you don't Hopefully. get a chance to buy her. You can use her for you know one milking. And that's all you get. And that's coming up at 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, the code word for your chance to play and win. We're talking about uh, cooking catastrophes when it comes to fires. Monday in Riverbend texts in and she says, My fiance used to store old pizza boxes in the oven. I had no idea this was even a thing. I preheated the oven to bake some cookies. <laughs> Huge fire. Who stores <laughs> things in the oven? That's 100% on your fiance. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't let him live that down. You know where you store pizza boxes? In the garbage. (laughs) It is kind of weird. Denise also texted and says, Good morning, guys. My mother-in-law decided that she was making the turkey for Thanksgiving dinner last year. She's 75 years old. Well, she started the turkey at 4 a.m. and cooked it until 5 p.m. On 3.50, it was so well cooked, and the cleanup of the toaster was actually just tossing it into the bin. Mm. The smoke, a bit thick, but we're lucky she didn't start a fire as she lives in an independent seniors living facility. Little forgetful but an amazing lady. Mm. Yeah, I've only, I've cooked a turkey a few times, and I think 4 a.m. is probably, probably you're going to eat at about 11 a.m. Yeah. yeah. A little early. <laughs> Not 5 p.m. All right, thanks for the text. <laughs> you're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're all trying to kind of uh, get going after uh, hopefully what was a long weekend for you, a thankful one at that. 706, two degrees in Edmonton, six a high later on, kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. We're talking about uh, moving stories because of that crazy story of the lady basically moves every eight days in her life. She moves from place to place and uh, she'll she'll watch your place for free and then yeah, she just she'll dog sit she'll house it she's got a permanent mortgage deferral i guess yeah no kidding uh-huh. we got this text from marty at 103939 i've been in alberta for two and a half years and i've moved three times but if i've counted correctly i have moved 23 times in my life it's a lot yeah i say anything over 10 is a lot yeah 
I would say. This text says, I've moved seven times in the last seven years, and every move, something goes missing. I'm sure my kids loved it, as they always got a bunch of my stuff every single move. Hmm. Now, Jack, you've been in your house quite a bit now, probably more than... Eight years. Eight years. Is there a box that you moved in that still hasn't been unpacked? No. Thanks to COVID, we did go through our storage room. But before that, definitely. Yeah, I still have boxes from when we moved in our house five years ago. And? Haven't been unpacked. Hmm. Okay. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Uh, you've kind of got the opposite story, Margaret? My husband's only moved once in his life, and that wasn't even off the property. That was just from upstairs to downstairs, and that was 65 years ago. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's what wild. a move. <laughs> I hate to see what happens if we ever have to move. Oh, man. I, yeah, what a, uh, I can't even imagine the stuff that you've got, right? Born and raised farm boy. What do you expect? <laughs> Mom and dad leave. He takes over. Yeah. This is the way it will be forever. He's fourth generation. Yeah, see? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about moving stories because Jack had a trending moving story uh, at the top of the hour. Yeah, there's a girl, a Canadian girl named Pippa, who has moved 250 times in the last five years. Quick math, that's about once every eight days. She just travels with a duffel bag. She says, hey, I'll live at your house if you need me to house sit or dog sit in exchange for a couch or a bed or a place to stay. Okay. So we're talking about the times that you have moved. This text says, this is place number 10. I've been here 13 years and I would never leave the country now that we're out of town. Another text, I'm a military brat and then I joined. So I have moved 16 times. And another text here, growing up, I moved 13 times between kindergarten and grade 12. It got to the point that I only learned a couple kids' names at a new school since I knew that I wouldn't be staying there for long. It's like, why bother? Yeah, you perfect the art of being the new kid. Yeah, yeah, it's true. This is true. All right, Jillian, what about you? Oh, my goodness. So I graduated from university and moved to London, England with two suitcases, came back 10 years later with a husband, a baby, and 100 boxes of stuff. (laughs) And when you move from overseas, you have to list everything that you're bringing because insurance won't cover anything that's lost that you did not list. Wow. So it was weeks of barely eating and sleeping trying to get down everything that we own, like how many skirts, how many pairs of pants, how many sunglasses, everything. It was an absolute nightmare. Well, governor, I don't see your baby. (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy. And I feel like it was an exaggeration at first when you said 100 boxes, but now after hearing this, I kind of believe you. No, and we were in an apartment, right? London, it's not like we had a big house. So anyone moving from an actual home, it would have been even more stuff. Wow, crazy craziness but and we're happy that we're here it all worked out i can tell you right now i'm not leaving like this is where i am <laughs> <laughs> this is it don't go just stay where you are and make it work you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast but we're talking right now about crazy moving stories. How many times have you moved? It got this text at 103939. My boyfriend and I have moved seven times the first year we were together. When we bought our first house and moved in just after our first anniversary, we promised each other that we would stay at least five years. It has now been six years, and we have no desire to ever move again. If you're on first-name basis with the people at U-Haul... Yeah. You move too much. That's my, that's my Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> yeah, you bit. know you're a redneck win. <laughs> Seven times in the first year. That's a lot. Crazy. All right, Chelsea, what about you? My husband and I sold our house just days before it became a pandemic. It was declared a pandemic. Okay. 
So the way was to move our stuff into storage while our new house was still being built and into my mother-in-law's. Right. Yay! Yes! <laughs> That's great! So, with this pandemic, of course, it added a little bit more stress. So, we actually gave our keys over in the height of pandemic. So, we had very little help because of the pandemic. So, my husband and I moved pretty much our whole house into a little pod storage. Moved into our mother-in-law's. At that time, she was off work because she's in the dentist uh, industry. My husband was off for about a month. So both of them were home, and I was working from home at that time. Oh, geez. So we lived there for about five months <laughs> until about a month ago. And we are now in our house. And? Still married. <laughs> still have our sanity. And you'll never take your own freedom for granted again, will you? Oh, that is an understatement. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And now, folks, it's time for Who Do You Trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Stories about our weekends, and you got to decide which one of us is telling a lie. All right, one of us could be telling a big lie, a little lie. It's a lie. That's all we know for sure. That's right. All right, 780-421-1039. I'll go first this morning just for change things Ooh. up. Sure. So um, Thanksgiving was different for us this year. I mean, as we all know, there are people that are kind of taking the pandemic. I'm not seriously is the wrong word, but some people are more aggressive about the pandemic than right. others. In our case, we have to be. My wife's very immune deficient, and so she just can't afford to get this thing. So we kept it very, very small in our little family uh, to as far as Thanksgiving goes. But we got surprised by some friends who came over. And uh, hung out with us out on the deck doing some social distancing on Sunday. And uh, it was really nice that they came over. It was really nice when they left because we were freezing our butts off on the in the gazebo. And then we said, hey, jokingly, come back later. We'll have a fire. And after we had a fantastic meal that uh, my wife and uh, everybody kind of put together and provided, they came over and we had a nice little... Uh, Thanksgiving fire for the very first time out. We just we just keep having fires outside. We just can't we know. <laughs> yeah, we, we if you've uh, listened to the show, Chris never invites us. That's kind of no. You guys were there once, but once it, you've had like twenty. It was a long summer, Chris. You guys both could have come on Sunday, unless you were doing something more important. Yeah, we had Ooh. our meals. Don't try to flip the script. But. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was fun, and then our neighbors came over too, uh, Anthony and James, and uh, yeah. So we I've never thought I'd ever have a fire outside Thanksgiving Sunday, but we did. Pretty so, cool. There you go. Yes, Jack. Uh, we had a pretty quiet Thanksgiving as well. My mom and stepdad, Bill, are up from Kelowna, so they spent Thanksgiving with us. We had a, a Thanksgiving dinner on Friday, and then because Grandma and Grandpa were at the house, Bob and I decided to go to Canmore for the weekend. So we spent a night at the new Malcolm Hotel, and it was absolutely beautiful. But I wanted to do a hike because I was like, you know what? We have to be outdoorsy. We have to do something. Yes. So we did the Grassy Lakes hike, but it got cut short because they said that there was a bear in the area. Mm -hmm. So they were like, nope, you got to turn around. So I pretended to be upset, but I wasn't. I was like, oh, I was so over this hike. <laughs> I didn't want to do it anyways. All right. And then we woke up on Monday morning and there was snow everywhere. It was crazy. So it snowed in the mountains. It was kind of cool. Then we came home. It was quick. Okay. All right. What about you, uh, Mr. Matt? 
Oh, it's a busy weekend. We had our in-laws up from Lethbridge. Uh-huh. They stayed with us. Uh, the highlight probably was Bo's birthday party. Yeah. A little different, only with family, since everybody knows you can't really go out and invite everybody. That's why I didn't get invited. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's why. Uh-huh. I don't like you. That's right. why. And? <laughs> Anyways, had a dance party in the basement. Everything was great, but the piece de resistance was the cake we got him. A little unbelievable, but my son loves Steve Aoki. <laughs> I know. So funny. He only watches DJ live sets. He doesn't watch Paw Patrol. He watches Steve Aoki cake and people. So, and he loves dinosaurs. It's two, his two favorite things. Yeah. So we commissioned a friend of ours who's a baker to do a cake with Steve Aoki DJing on the top of it to a bunch of dinosaurs. And it happened. It was an amazing cake. I can't believe it. And he loved it, and we all had cake and had a great weekend. And okay. I threw up my back, and it hurts. <laughs> okay. All right. 780-421-1039. One of us is telling a fib. Which one is it for your chance to win $500 from Shoppers Drug Mart? And again, we'll take caller number 10. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And now, folks, it's time for Who Do You Trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Okay, we play this little game called Who Do You Trust, where uh, basically we all tell stories about our weekend, in this case, the long weekend. Mm-hmm. One of us is telling a fib, and you got to decide who not to trust, technically. Who's this? That is Valerie. All right, Valerie. Uh, who do you trust? Uh, again, uh, we've already established that I'm not in the running, so it's between Jack and Matt. Did Jack go on this wonderful Canmore trip and uh, have to stop her hike, oh. thankfully, because of the bears? Or did Matt have a Steve Aoki cake? and Got it. All sorts of fun. What do you think? I think Jack is lying. You do? Yeah. You're right. Yes. yes. Congratulations. Yes. Oh, thank you. I, thank you so much. I, I haven't did won have to anything do the hike. forever. <laughs> oh, well, you are $500 richer for Shoppers Drug Mart. Oh, thank you so much, Kiss and Country. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Matt's been pretty quiet today. Yes. Uh, Matt, you hurt yourself working out. Yeah. And you now have this bad back. My back is in. Absolute shambles. Yeah. I can't sit. I can't stand. I can't lay down. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, getting my pump on. First big workout, post all the turkey. Yeah. Let's do this, bro. And I lift. <laughs> you did it too much. I lift up the Viper, and then I just felt this like, ding, 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 ding. You could feel it all the way down. Ever seen like steel <laughs> wire snap and it like pings? Yeah. That's what it felt like in my back. Ouch. Yes. Okay. And I, I put the thing down. I'm like, well, this is my week ruined. Yes. I went upstairs and I just, oh had, boy. Had a piece of pumpkin pie. Yeah. And well, my mother-in-law, first thing she says is, Arnica! Get the Arnica! It's <laughs> like, you got to put this out of your tongue. She's giving me Arnica tablets. People are rubbing Arnica on my back. Arnica. <laughs> okay. And did it help? Yeah. So far, it hasn't made a dent. Okay. Just All waiting right. for it to kick in. Exactly. So our question this morning is, when is the most inopportune time you've had your back go on you? I mean, I could spend the next uh, till 9 o'clock telling stories about my inopportune times. Yeah, you got my, a bad one. My sciatic goes out. And uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Ow, it hurts to laugh. My favorite one is when we were in McMahon Stadium for the West Final a few years back. Yeah. Chris is there. I'm there. His kid's there. Yeah. Uh, and they had a flyby pregame, and it was awesome. Everybody's getting fired up. Yes. Here we go. The military flyby. And then Chris, you know, you see a single tear run down his cheek, and then he focuses on the game. He's really dialed in. Yeah. And then the boys come out, the fire, the the pilots, later in the game. It's third quarter. Yeah. And, of course, these heroes. Yes. Chris sees these heroes. He's like, I got to give him a standing O. So he shot out of his seat like a jet <laughs> yes. engine, just like the fire engines. 
and then all you hear him say is, oh, my back just went out. I've got to get on all fours. <laughs> i got to get low. He's giving these guys a standing O. He threw out his back. And C- Carter, his son's like, where are you going to get all, all fours? You're in McMahon Stadium, which is an absolute dump. There's not room for anybody. There's not room He's for like, it. You can't get on all fours. You can't like, get on all fours. Like, i got to get you? on all fours. Oh, I got down. I got low. You, you 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 sat in your chair and then just with more of a hunch you think I think I'll be okay I'll be okay I'll be okay and you managed to drive home. You know what the worst part is, Matt? That is by far not the worst time. I've oh no, it is. The worst time was the Alzheimer's game when we were playing in that tournament for Alzheimer's, and I was doing my pregame stretches, and my son Carter was there too. And he said, "I saw Dad. He he was being a smarty, and I I was like flip my leg up on the top of the boards, and I was doing some kind of a stretch, and instantly it happened. And this was during the warm up, and oh, I no. fell to the ground, and everybody assumed I was having a heart attack, so they all circled <laughs> around me, including Paul Coffey. Paul from- Coffey, one of the greatest defensemen of all time, <laughs> Edmonton legend. He's won like six cups and i'm crawling on my hands and knees during the warm-up of the game i never even played the game i never got hurt during the game i got hurt during the warm-up paul coffee's a uk button chris yeah i'm fine you can't breathe <laughs> i loved watching you play paul all right jack what about you does your back ever go up no i'm pretty lucky the only close attempt that i've had near this is when my epidural came out and sometimes your back can hurt yeah so, and it did, and I just remember being like, I have taken my back for granted for oh, so long. Oh, you're so lucky, yeah. But other than that, yeah, no, I've All been right. pretty lucky. Have you almost fallen off the catwalk before? Ripped the disc? <laughs> no, no. I, it seems weird, but I've, I'm okay. Okay, yeah. here's the first text. I threw out my back the night before Garth Brooks. Ooh. I was in so much pain I didn't go. <gasps> Still have never seen oh, him. Oh, that sucks, man. You know it's serious and when. It, like, <laughs> the problem is you're going to have to sit with that back, and everybody stood the entire concert. So. Yeah, all right. What about you? 780-421-1039. When's the worst time you ever threw your back out? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I think Maddie's on the phone with a chiropractor right now. She Remember is. Matt, the guy that said that chiropractors can't do a thing? Hello? Ever? Yeah, Hi, that they weren't real? Oh, sorry. We're I'm, just, I'm here again. We're just talking about you. Did you get an appointment for today? <laughs> I have a friend that I went to high school with, Dr. Jordan, over in Sherwood Park. He's not, they, new patients, they could sneak me in if I wasn't a new patient. But it looks like I'm out of luck. Interesting. So no, you, I, hey, guy. I'll do whatever, man. <laughs> Give me a voodoo doll. <laughs> Something. My back is in shambles. All right. You're in good company, Matt. Lots of people hurting their backs. This text says, my back went out in the middle of my wedding this past Thursday. I sat there on stage grinding my teeth and smiling through the entire 30-minute ceremony. Wow, that'd be bad luck. Yeah, that would suck. Another text here. I'm like, Chris, I sneeze and my back will go out. I rolled over to turn my alarm off one day and I was laid up for a week. But it all started when I was in Cuba. I played beach volleyball. First serve and pop. I dropped to my knees, laid up in the hotel room for a couple of days. The doctor came and gave me a shot in the butt and I was okay after that. But that's the last time I was ever active on vacation. Here's a random (laughs) Mexico shot in the butt. No thanks. Probably a vaccine for COVID, too. (laughs) You would take it. (laughs) (laughs) Give it to me right now. I'm going to Mexico. (laughs) Tell us your stories at 780-421-1039. Here's John Party. This is Kissin' Country. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, we're talking about uh, unfortunate uh, bad back issues. And when is your back gone out? Because Matt's, uh, he's been quieter than normal today. Yeah. It hurts to talk, doesn't it, buddy? Oh, man. Matt, you, uh, I've just, 
not great. Yeah. Matt's not talking. He's complaining. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm strong with the you know healthy, not healthy whining. I feel like this is so bad I didn't even whine that much <laughs> in comparison. <laughs> Dylan texts in and says, have you ever sneezed so hard that your back cracks? That really hurts, but I've done it a lot. Good old cracks the old back. <laughs> yeah, you can actually sneeze so hard you can like break ribs or break. That's a bad thing. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Walking through the salon says this person to let our stylist know their client was there and I had spasms which took me to the floor. It was a packed salon. I felt like an idiot trying to get up only to fall back onto the floor multiple times trying to get to the back room. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it's like a fish flopping <laughs> on the floor <laughs> of the boat. I can actually see this happening. I'm starting to have just flashbacks of the times it's happened to me, like shoveling snow the one time. And I had to crawl back into the house. Oh, trying to go up the stairs. I remember that. Our too. first ever Yards for Hope. Yes. Chris oh, shows yes. up hours after our show because we did it in the, <laughs> started in the evening in the first couple. Yes. And yeah. he's, I'm like, he's, he sure is hunched over. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what happened, Chris? Like, I threw up my sciatic looking for my shoes. <laughs> I forgot about that. And I was so excited to play catch with him. <laughs> dad no can't dice. do it today. No, no dad just <laughs> sat in the chair. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.